Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Good, bad, and ugly on a busy Monday, 10 July, blazing hot week on tap in Austin, Texas. Also hot will be our sports conversations and our coverage of Big 12 football media days on Wednesday and Thursday. Annually, really launches our college football conversation. We've also heard that our buddy T.Y. Henderson through the glass, this is not hot, but had a gross encounter at Ooh. an ACL porta potty, handicapped nonetheless. They're not handicapped, it shouldn't be in there. But uh, doing your business, that's just, that's gross, Ty. That's gross. It happens. Yeah. I thought thought on the 50-yard line was something bad. That's an accomplishment. That is, isn't it? Thank you, E. Breaking in the stadium. It's like uh, Baker Mayfield planting the flag. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Every every Westlake Chaparral has to have that moment. Oh, no way. At the 50? Every every Westlake legend, at least. Really? At the 50? Yeah. I didn't realize that. How do you get away with that? And who are these girls you're running around with? Uh, well, they're looking to be legends too. Oh, okay. What the hell is in just the guys? Man, I don't. I don't like any. I don't like porta potty. Plain nasty. <laughs> I mean, do you? Is that was it? You, Greg Popovich, you said give. I give me some nasty. We want some nasty. Some nasty is right. That's what Ty's doing. Ty's bringing the nasty. But you can wash up in those because you can wash your hands and the whole works. They right? got hand sanitizer. In oh, there. they do hand sanitizer. Good. It's good to know. I, I yes. will say it was. It was not a long. Long time. Well, I'm pretty that. sure it wasn't. Neither was the 50 yard to, line. Trying to get out there with that line of 55 people behind me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Surprised I haven't told that story. At this you point. and Bob Huggins, you both are a mess. Really? He can't remember no, that anything. was uh, that was Rick Patino. Remember when Rick Patino oh, was at the in restaurant, the, the restaurant, the front, the Italian restaurant bathroom. Yeah. I don't know, man. When love's in the air. When love is in the air. I'm sure it was pure ba- love oh, at the time. It was all love. In the bathroom, yeah. Oh, yeah, gross. Uh, very gross. But, uh, yes, Greg Popovich did get the new deal. New deal. Um, I think it's $80 million. Five years, $80 million. 74. Yeah. It's a good way to go out there, Pop. But he saw, he saw Victor Wenbanyama for two games and said, okay, all right, I'm in five more years. Five more years. I think it's been in the works, and I don't think that actually had anything to do with it. But at the same time, makes for a good story because uh, Victor Wenbanyama was pretty darn good yesterday. 27 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks, four block shots, and about, um, what was it, 27 minutes of action. And you got to see the whole package. I mean, he blocked a shot for a guy taking a, guy taking a normal three where normally he gets this thing off, there's nobody in his sure. face. And he jumped from and blocked the shot. I had to see at least three of those now during the course of his two games where – 
Like, it's no way that guy can get from that spot to there and touch that ball from a guy who's already tall enough taking a high jump shot. I'm like, he's not going to touch that ball. He blocked like three or four of those during the course of two games that you just said, there's no way he can do it. And why is he doing it? Why is he going that far? And all he does is stick up his arm up. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Popovich's deal worth more than $80 million, sources told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, surpassing the value of Monty Williams' six-year, $78.5 million deal. Mm. So there we go. Uh, yes, and Wemby's going to be special. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, now, again, it, the, the coverage of Wemby is going to be ridiculous because you already had people, uh, you know, freaking out after he had a two-for-13 game in his first summer league game and looked like he was winded to me. That just looked, you know, like he needs to get, get his oh, breath. Yeah. And, he, was, he looked like a puppy. He was very nervous looking. But he's he, he's just a fluid athlete who at 7'5 and an 80-inch wingspan is going to cause problems immediately on the defensive end. And the other thing he loved about watching him is his hustle. I mean, he is not just a stand-around. You know, he's not, what is it, was, what, what was Roger Murtaugh, Lou Alcindor's character that doesn't hustle back on defense in the air, movie Airplane, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Oh, he was getting back now. No, I mean, he hustles. He hustles up and down the floor, and uh, he's and all he over the he wants to cup. lead that damn break. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching him. And Scoot Henderson's going to be real good. I mean, he's going to be a really good player. Uh, you play the Rockets. Rockets are going to oh, be yeah. happy. I, I saw Amen Thompson. He got hurt, hurt his ankle. He'll be all right. He's going to be a good player. And I was I was happy to see, you know, the Rockets last year high in the draft after Jabari Smith out of uh, Auburn. He's out there playing, and he was mm-hmm. asked, well, why are you out here? He said, man, I, I need every rep I can get. I didn't have it. We went 20-62 and 62 last year. Um, and what did he do last night? He scored 38 points in a summer league game and is looking good. So uh, Rockets with Victor Wenbanyama. Hopefully uh, Rockets with their young talent, Victor Wenbanyama in San Antonio. Good times there are coming uh, in the NBA for the Texas teams, potentially. So there we go. Ty, Ty you said you watched a bunch of uh, NBA summer league action. Do you? Uh... It was on at Deep Eddy. Oh, God. Do you have like a residency there now? What's going on with you and Deep Eddy? <laughs> I don't know. It's, oh, it's he's getting, like Brittany. He's got his residency it's there. It's getting bad. I do have a table. Oh, you do? You have a table. I have yeah. a table. Right next to the jukebox. And you I tell him sh- when you I, come through the door, oh, and I, and I play table shock, over there, please. Shotgun Willie is playing at least once an hour. Man. I, I know the code. 10, 10 Wow. Go it in. Says, my good goodness, time. Ty. Once I needed to go to the restroom so bad at ACL, I had the cold sweats. But once I opened up that porta potty, my body said, "Nope, we don't need to go that." <laughs> it bad. was the handicap porta potty. <laughs> I don't need to go that bad. <sighs> yeah. Well, like like you said earlier, if you're one of those fancy VIP areas oh. where they have the air conditioned ones and they're clean, seemingly clean, they're not made out of plastic. They're made out of metal. When you go up the stairs well, into it? because relations are done in all kinds of gross places, if you think about it, right? I mean, bathrooms at restaurants sure. and back seats of cars. And Absolutely. Yeah. 50-yard lines. Those, yeah. those aren't always you gotta, clean. you got to make a play sometimes. You just, just got to make, make a play. <laughs> you just got to make a play. Oh, man. Uh, dirty rivers. Oh. Ugh. Dirty yeah. streams. Dirty lakes. Oh, man. By the way, Don Harris. Don Harris is a longtime uh, broadcaster down in San Antonio. And he was out covering the uh, the NBA Summer League. And he said, here's a tweet he put out on Friday night, even in the night where he scored nine points and went two for 13 from the floor. He said, I don't know how it comes across on TV, but in person, Wemby's just unlike anything I've ever seen, including Shaq or Giannis. I've covered the NBA for 35 years. Only Michael, that'd be Jordan, jumped off the page like this as far as being completely different up close. It's impressive. Uh, can't wait. 
for Spurs fans to see him live at the AT&T Center. And you possibly have a chance to see him live at the Moody Center. Because mm-hmm. we can expect when the schedule's released that the Spurs will be playing some games there. Um, yeah, when that dude dribbles the ball, it's got to be at least eight feet the ball go. I mean, when that ball goes up, it's a, it's an eight-footer almost, you know? Well, it seems like. I mean, when he I bounces it hard, I'm like, wow. If you're a player even for the – I was talking to some buddies on Friday who both played at Liberty Hill High School and played in high school. They beat they played in the semifinals and beat Shaq, that San Antonio Cole team. And it was so funny listening to them because they were because we were talking about Wemby and because he was on, and they're like, "Yeah, we beat Shaq. Us kids from Liberty Hill beat Shaq because we just you know boxed his ass out and and uh, you know got up under his knees." But so they were talking about how you know that was back. They didn't have any film. This is the eighty the nineties, and they didn't get to watch him all the time. They heard he was a big guy, and they showed up and they're like, "Damn, <laughs> this is for real now." And Shaq, I mean Shaq's Shaq now, but in high school he was a skinnier guy, but still. Just compared a monster to guys, compared oh, yeah. to little dudes from Liberty Hill, six five trying to push him around. But uh, you know, again, he's seven five. He's you can already watch two summer league games, and you can dispatch with your nonsense about Sean Bradley, or you know, insert super tall guy here who's just awkward and clumsy. By the way, he was also looking good out there. Ty is uh, Chet Holmgren. I didn't see any. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a contender for rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, he was hurt last year. year, and he's out there balling. I mean, I mean, have... he was a Wimbayama type prospect coming out of Gonzaga with a you know a seven footer with the handles and the shooting ability, but mm-hmm. he kind of got lost in the in the conversation after not playing last year. For sure, and um, but yeah, yeah, don't forget about him. That Oklahoma City Oklahoma City team can it's be a interesting. young team, yes, young and talented. So a lot of the young talent in the NBA, a lot of young talent drafted into Major League Baseball last night. Let's get your details. Uh, get you your top of the hour headlines. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. And, yeah, the history last night at the MLB Amateur Draft in Seattle. Of course, Seattle, the site of this week's All-Star festivities with Home Run Derby tonight, All-Star Game on Tuesday, the midway point of the baseball season. Last night was the Amateur Draft, and LSU stars Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz became the first pair of teammates ever to be selected one and two in the MLB Draft. Uh, of course, it was the Pittsburgh Pirates who won the first-ever MLB Draft Lottery. Back in December, they opened the draft by happily taking the dominating right-hander Skeens. Also won the Golden Spikes Award, Most Outstanding Player at the World Series. Pretty good run for Paul Skeens. He's now the first pick of the draft to Pittsburgh. Number two pick, Washington. Happy to take Dylan Cruz, the five-tool power-hitting outfielder. Uh, three times an All-American, twice an All-American, three times SEC's Player of the Year. Uh, at three, the Detroit Tigers selected the draft's top high school player, outfielder Max Clark from Indiana. Uh, speaking of happy teens, Rangers were thrilled. It allowed them to select Florida All-American center fielder Wyatt Lankford with the fourth pick. Uh, at pick eight, the Kansas City Royals dipped into the Lone Star State to select Sinton High School catcher Blake Mitchell. And with the final pick of round one, Houston Astros took Nebraska's uber-athletic shortstop Bryce Matthews. And, uh, Texas Longhorns, uh, none of them selected last night. Uh, round Rock pitcher and Longhorn commitment Travis Sikora still available after 70 picks were made on night one as well. The rest of the 20-round draft is held today on the field. Ahead of last night's draft, MLB wrapped up its first half. Astros and Rangers both head into the break with losses. Astros dropped three out of four to the Seattle Mariners down in Houston in their final series before the break. They lost yesterday 3-1. to AL West leading Rangers carry a two-game lead over the Astros into the break. They dropped the rubber game of their three-game set in Washington, 7-2. to Round Rock has won four in a row. They won 11-6 at Sugar Land. Soccer, big weekend on the pitch. How about Cincinnati last night? The U.S. men's national team advanced to the semifinals of the CONCACAF Gold Cup with a thrilling penalty shootout win over Canada. U.S. will now face Panama and San Diego on Wednesday. 
for a trip to the finals. On Saturday night, Austin FC's midsummer surge continued. An impressive 4-1 win at Minnesota. Sebastian Driussi scored a pair of the four goals and helped the Verde claim their 10th point in their last four matches. They move into fifth place in the Western Conference standings in golf. Incredible Sunday for Sepp Straka. Uh, he flirted with a sub-60 round at the John Deere Classic on, on a Sunday, but uh, hit, a, hit a ball in the water on the final hole, 18. Settled for 9-under 62. Still good enough to win the uh, John Deere Classic at TPC Deer Run by two strokes. Cameron Smith won the Live Tour event in Great Britain. And at Pebble Beach, it was 25-year-old Allison Corpas stepping up and winning the U.S. Women's Open for her first LPGA title. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Always we'll shoot you straight, Mr. Brandon Mars and his great team there. I'll ask you this, Buck. We talked earlier, and by the way, one note on Travis Sikora, who, you know, Longhorn fans are mm-hmm. reason to be excited. He's committed to the Texas Longhorns. He didn't go in the first 70 picks. One thing I would say about Travis, I know he wants to be a Longhorn, and with NIL opportunities, being a local kid, maybe he could he could really expand on that. Same time, he's 19 years old already. And so there's those within baseball who think he'll get drafted at some point pretty early today. Because of his hundred mile an hour fastball, and he's six six, and just he's nineteen. A, he's nineteen in high school. You yeah, know. Uh, I think he was held back early uh, along the way, and so he's Man, nineteen. I wish my dad would have done that with me. Mm-hmm. Could have been, could have been a different story. Could have been yeah, you wouldn't have been now. in porta potties if he held you back for <laughs> if he held you back three grades. Oh man. Um, yeah. So, uh, but so Travis is nineteen. So if he comes to college, he's he wouldn't be back into the draft eligibility until. Well, I don't know that that's true. I think it's by age. I think he can dra- come back in two years at Texas, and he could go back into the draft. Uh, I need to clarify that um, because, but I think it, you got to remember if it's an age group or if it's three years post your graduating class because he graduated this year, and the rule is is either one or the other, where it's your age when you hit twenty one, or it's three years after you graduated that graduating class of yours. If it's after graduating class, then he won't be eligible again for the draft till twenty twenty five twenty. Six twenty-five. So again, we'll see. We'll see what Travis does. We'll certainly keep an eye on it. And all the Longhorns who are committed to Texas, and all the uh, the uh, Longhorn current players who have not been drafted yet. We know LBJ and Tanner Witt and Lucas Gordon, Dylan Campbell, all guys who expect to hear their names uh, pretty soon today. Uh, hopefully, uh, at some point today. Of course, they're going to finish the whole draft today. Eighteen rounds. After the first seventy picks with all the competitors, does that start this morning? Eleven? Yeah, I think it goes eleven and, and goes all day out in Seattle. Again, I give baseball credit. I love that they put it in prime time, put it on ESPN, picked it up, put it on the field there, make it a big show. Ken Griffey Jr. with the first overall pick, which was great. Paul Skeens and his mustache. That thing's sweet. That thing's a real deal. He's got a real mustache. This guy Paul Skeens. That's that's a legend. Uh, he, you know, he may be in the big leagues at some point this year with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, we'll see what the Pirates do with him. Thought that was pretty cool and. Uh, I'll just I won't out my man, but uh, I texted Gene Watson after they drafted uh, the the catcher out of Sinton, Texas, who plays for Adrian Alanese, a lifetime Longhorn down there at Sinton. Blake Mitchell is his name, and I said, "Love the pick, man. This guy's a stud." And he he said, "Joe Mauer." I was like, "Oh man, that's a comp, Joe Mauer, big athletic Joe. catcher." Oh yeah, Joe was a great athlete, um, but you know that's they they drafted at eight. So, and I also know that Gene, if you're a Ranger fan. Loved the pick of of uh, Wyatt Langford and why not? I mean, he had he had one one talent, right? He could have been the first pick, oh, yeah. and no one would blink an eye. He's that talented to get him at four. Pretty darn good for an already very fertile Ranger farm system, a very talented Rangers team. And if he projects in fast tracks like a Josh Young, 
who's already starting at third base <laughs> in the All-Star game and on his way to being the Rookie of the Year. I mean, what a team that would be. Golly. I mean, you got Adolis Garcia in center and, you know, add this guy to a corner outfield spot. Big picture. You know, that team is already loaded. That That is the rich getting richer right there, without a doubt. Okay, so also wanted to mention and put this out there to our audience. Um, so we mentioned that the F1 race yesterday and this weekend in, in the U.K., uh, the Great Britain uh, Grand Prix, drew, gosh, 480,000 fa- fans over the three days, a huge attendance. But if you were watching, they had an extra, on pit row, they had an extra pit team. And as we told you, that was the new Lewis Hamilton movie, which is called Apex, and it stars J- Matt, Dam- uh, Matt Damon. It stars uh, Brad Pitt, and it's directed by the director of Top Gun Maverick. And they're trying to make this, it's all about F1, and the F1 there allowed them to have their own area in the pit during the race. I mean, you talk about live footage and not recreating the are anything. Awesome, yeah. All oh, the sounds, the sights. It's a real race that's actually happening. Is where they're gonna. I don't know if this will be the first of several times that they do this to get. And I can't just be one racer. I don't. I don't know what the plot of the movie is, but we we all know Top Gun Maverick. I mean, that's what cinema is all about, right? The the big screen, the the action series and sequences with the planes and the jets and. The fights, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Uh, made it this, the, you know, one of the top grossing movies of all time and certainly of recent memory. Um, I, it sounds like they're going here with this and F1 giving them permission. What is, I'll ask this question to you and to our listeners. What is the most lifelike, and realistic sports movie that jumps to mind? Because they're trying to make this as real as possible. Ooh. Is there a sports movie that hit it the closest out of the park as far as the depiction of the real time? It's hard with football. Yeah, it really is. Hmm. Hmm. Does one come to mind for you? Um, Days of Thunder. Okay. Days we were of talking Thund- about that on on Saturday with Rep. Any Up. given I've never, Sunday. I've never seen it. Uh, Days of Thunder. Top. You know, it's Top Gun on a racetrack. They did a pretty good job of making you feel like you were in a, in a NASCAR. That was the same people that made Top Gun made that movie, right? I believe so. And they're making this. So, and that's the first thing I'm trying to think. Because, like, every – I mean, I think Bull Durham uh, in baseball does a big, great job. Even the baseball scenes are believable. It's not a ton of them. Uh, there's kind of kind of a lot of highlight montages of baseball when they're, you know, on a streak or whatnot. But the, the depiction of the life in the minor leagues was, by all accounts, spot on. I never played in the minor leagues. But uh, Ron Shelton, who produced that film, had played minor league baseball. And so he was able to kind of take you and capture, you know, small-town – double-A, minor league baseball, and Crash Davis. And so from that perspective, I would say pretty good. I thought um, I thought the basketball scenes in the movie Hoosiers were pretty on point. I mean, there's a bunch, of, Hoosiers, yeah. bunch of white dudes from Indiana, so running running the, the picket first, fence. The first <laughs> season of Friday Night Lights. Ooh. Ooh this Maybe has, even the movie, even more so. Here's, here's a vote for Hoosiers. Here's a vote for Friday Night Lights. Here's a vote for Moneyball. Um, well, Moneyball was good. They yeah. they use a lot of like real yeah because that really happened yeah and they were able to but it's funny they didn't there were a lot of great players on that A's team that won twenty one games in a row spoiler alert if you haven't seen Moneyball um, they got to twenty one um, Giambi's brother well there were, I mean, Miguel Tejada was on that team yeah. Miguel Tejada was a great player but he didn't get any run in the actual movie itself um, you know the last Boy Scout <laughs> ooh no any given Sunday would be somebody said Major League Major League was pretty good. Willie Mays, hey. Friday Night Lights did a great job of encompassing like the whole you know small town Texas high mm-hmm. school football vibe. Oh, look, very somebody, well. 
Somebody, I don't know how I didn't say this because somebody said my safe, my favorite sports movie, That's Seabiscuit. Right. Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit was Never great. Never seen that one. Oh, what? What is that? What, what sport is that even about? Sports Horse racing. Jam. Horse racing. Okay. Um, Miracle. Oh, the hockey movie. USA, USA. Mm-hmm. Miracle was good. And you know who was great in that was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell playing the coach. He did a heck of a job. This says, hands down, guys, Ford versus Ferrari. And I did see that's long, but it's good. Have you seen that? No, I have not. Excellent film. Excellent film. Ford versus Ferrari. That's Matt Damon. That's uh, what's in it? Christian Bale. That's a Isn't really Brad Pitt in that one too. No, is that... no. Varsity no. Blues. Vars- what was the one that Tom Cruise was in? Was it Varsity? But what was Varsity Blues? That was terrible. That was the worst depiction <laughs> of football ever. That was that was more about the off the field. Ever. Uh, Talladega uh, Nights. Yeah, that would <laughs> Talladega Nights. You know what? I'm trying to think of football movies that actually got close. Um, I thought, you know, probably not, but remember the Titans? Yeah. It was pretty good, and some of the football scenes were compelling. And there was the movie that uh, Brecken Hager was in. Did you ever see 12 Mighty oh, Orphans? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I heard, I heard about, he was telling me about <laughs> filming that movie and that he uh, injured some of the actual actors because he was going full speed. Like when they, were, when they were filming, he's like, "Yeah, they had to tell me to slow it down a little bit. I was just trying to give him a good, a good take, you know, just trying to give him the real thing." <laughs> yeah. huh? And Bracken's like six inches taller than everybody out there, like an actual football player. Uh, I do the program. The program was, uh, yeah, program was good. And that was way back in the seventies. They did mm-hmm. a pretty good job of that. Uh, I would say that um, to the no, not Space Jams. You know, I never saw Space Jam. I never saw the new one with LeBron. That was like one of the lowest rated movies ever. I didn't realize LeBron made one. Ever? Yes. We said Brian's song. Oh, man. Oh. Tear jerker. Tear jerker with Brian's song. Dodgeball. <laughs> I like that. Uh, also, several people have said Talladega Nights. All the right moves. All the right moves. All right. So there you go. Most I watched some NASCAR last night. They called the race due to rain. Soft. Soft. I, I, my guy was right there. I did, I did gamble in NASCAR last night. I'm not going to lie. Where uh, where so you can't be lying like that? That means Rodney. I hit up Rodney for some picks. He he had me. My it was all right there. But they call the race like with seventy laps in because of rain. Lies to become the problem. Tell the truth. I'm not gambling. Oh, just a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) I owe a little bit of money. Hey, oh, you know what? That ball was behind that tree the last time I saw it. But well, the wind blew it out from behind the tree. Now I have a swing at it. Oh yeah, full swing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, not only just a swing. that window through the trees right oh. to the pin. It's unbelievable. I can go up over those trees. Hey, well, that ball just came out of the woods like it was on a tee? How does that happen? Somebody said the football movie with Tom Cruise. What was that? That's uh, All the Right Moves way back in the way back way in the back. way? He's such a little guy, though. How'd they do that one? Because uh, everybody's a little Cameras are all then. low and looking up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just make the cameras funky. Yeah, Tom is a little guy. But Tom runs in every movie. We know that. And, he uh, does. He Athlete. Did, he did say last week that he Mission will, Impossible. He'll be continue to run. Mission Impossible until he's 80. And he will be running. He'll do his own stuff. I've never seen one of those movies. Uh, really? Not one of them? Me either. Not even the original one? Me. Somebody said the armadillos with Sinbad. Oh, my God. What about the great movie Wildcats when Goldie Hawn's the oh, woman's coach? No. That was awesome. Love that movie. Wildcats, you're taking me back, y'all. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, pretty good sound and plot. I thought Ford versus that was nominated for a best picture. It was, it was that good. That was a really good movie. And Matt Damon does a good job. He plays. Uh, What's the guy's name? Well, I'm escaping me now. But it, it's it's all about Ford trying to get into the 
to the uh, 24 Hours of Le Mans and Challenge Ferrari, and it's, it's really well done. So it's a good history story, too, history lesson, uh, I thought. So that was a good one, good stuff. So take those and uh, know that uh, the movie Apex will be coming out with um, what, what they hope is the most, you know, realistic depiction of an F1 race and what goes on. And to give them an actual pit during an actual race, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And my man Brad Pitt at 59 years old is looking good. Looking good. Tin cup. What's that movie where he gets younger, Benjamin Button? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I'm thinking that he, uh, I'm thinking he's doing that. I think Brad Pitt is getting, I think it's actually happening in real life. Somehow he's got the serum or the. My grandma likes to hype me up and say I look like Brad Pitt. Not true. Take I know. <laughs> Not true. Tell her to quit lying to you. More and more like him every day. I would. I bet you <laughs> Angelina Jolie wouldn't mind doing the doing the dirty in a porta potty. Well, she's a little I'm open filthy yeah. animal. Yeah. Back in the day, now she got a bunch of kids. Sometimes you got a dog out. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Gross, man. We will pick it up on the other side. Having fun with you on a on a work week. Getting under, getting underway Monday. Great stuff on the uh, contributions in the Specs text line. He said in uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, the Matt Damon character was Carol Shelby. That's true. Yeah, the Shelby Cobra. Worked That's right. Ford to develop. Did you ever, had you ever wanted one of those Shelby Cobras back in the day? No. You were not a muscle car guy. I was not a muscle. No, no, no. Chariots of Fire mentioned that one of Best Picture, did it not? Uh, this is Bend It Like Beckham. They were talking about most realistic sports movies. Movies depicting sports in the best way. Raging Bull. Yeah, there have been some boxing ones that do a pretty good job. Raging Bull, great film. Great film. Mm-hmm. Had to, had to write a Award long winner. paper in my in a film class. That was an Academy Award winner, correct? Raging Bull? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tin Cup. All right. With golf, yeah, with uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's been a bunch of the good, the best sports movies. Uh, kind, of, kind of a good role for him. Playing Blades that. of Glory. <laughs> Blades of Glory. <laughs> Several said, did he also, any given Sunday? I don't think that, I don't. Not a big no. fan. Al Pacino as a football coach. No, that didn't do it for me. That's, I was making a mockery out of that deal. The Days of Thunder above the rim. Joanna Man. <laughs> oh, The Express, the Ernie Davis story. That's a good one. That is a good one. That is uh, a good one. The, what's the one about Marshall? We Are Marshall. We yeah. Are, yeah. Matthew that was McConaughey. A, that was a fantastic That scared the crap out of me when that plane Matthew crashed Matthew McConaughey did such a great job in he that does. movie. He, he was does. fantastic. I thought he did. And he said he kind of studied at the feet of Mac Brown. For that, really? Of, yeah, from Cadence and some things about being a coach and being in front of a group. And this says, your guy Brecken Hager's a method actor, Ty. Was, oh, I know he's a little crazy, trust me. Did You played with Brecken, did you not? Yeah, we went to school together for our entire lives. He's uh, he's an interesting cat, to say the least. <laughs> All right, gosh. Uh, this is Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers. Now, that's that HBO thing. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, the facts are in dispute, like the factual storyline. But the basketball is actually not bad. No, and, I love that show. And the casting, the cast, the, the character that plays Magic Johnson and the character that plays Lu, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they do a good job, man. Kareem did not like that show. None of them do. <laughs> None of them do. But, you know, I thought it was a good show, but apparently... Unnecessary roughness. You know who hated it the most was Jerry West. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Isn't he dead? No, I mean Jimmy uh, Bus. Oh, no, no, oh no. Jerry West. Jerry West. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm 
all over the place. Yeah, they made him look like a bit of a a, wa- a crazy drunk, yeah, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, but you know, you can't have everybody just be you gotta have no. some conflict in the show. You know, you gotta have some anger, there's some fighting in there. But you know, who's the really good actor that plays the Pat Riley character? Oh, what's his name? Adrian Brody, maybe. He does a good job. I mean, he, he's got a he's got a big schnozzola on him, but he he brings it, man. I thought he did a nice job in that. John show. C. Riley. Oh, John C. Riley as uh, as Jerry Buss is awesome, awesome. I like that show. And then it's coming back for another episode, right? Or another season? I think. I thought it was good. No, not Waterboy, y'all. The one that was tough in that Rise with the Lakers was the Larry Bird character, mm-hmm. the Hick from French Lick. I mean, they they cast the guy to play Larry Bird, and I guess pulled it off. But um, that's Hollywood. That's Hollywood for you. Okay, so that's uh, based on that uh, F one conversation. We've also got the amateur draft. In Major League Baseball. Texas recruit, like that. Yeah. Like that get. Anytime you can get an athlete and you don't have a specific spot for them, but they're good enough to play a lot of spots, that's good stuff. And the, the commitment the Longhorns got over the weekend, number 13, their 11th since June 1st, was, uh, was a recommitment for Texas. Uh, Aaron Hampton, uh, it's spelled A-E-R-Y-N, which you know, I believe that's Aaron, but he goes by Bubba. goes by Bubba Hampton. Uh, when you see the commitment that UT put out, it says Bubba. Uh, but Bubba Hampton is a 5'11", 185-pound athlete from Dangerfield, Texas. He chose Texas over Alabama. And as we said earlier, Alabama and UTSA. UTSA got one of his home visits, which is where uh, campus visit was pretty cool. Jeff Trailer doing a nice job down there, uh, being, being in that conversation. But he is a big-time player. He's a receiver, defensive back, dynamic playmaker, as you said, kick returner, 5'10", 175, and um, just never leaves the field there for Dangerfield. Um uh, you know, so we'll see. Uh, apparently, Alabama was more bullish on him as a defensive player. He wants to play some offense, and Steve Sarkeesian apparently going to give him that opportunity. And uh, that's a number thirteen. Like to hear that. This says, says that a beast, Texas. Yeah, East Texas. Got to get East Texas going. As uh, Sark Sark has shown in this staff, they'll go coast to coast to get players and compete in the Deep South if they need to. West Coast, uh, Florida, but man, they got to they're going to continue to to compete in in that in that East Texas corridor because that corridor. It's fertile, and it's, you know, A&M territory, LSU territory, obviously. And maybe the biggest improvement the Longhorns have made since Steve Sarkeesian has got here, Buck, is their their ability to recruit South Dallas. I mean, get up there in the Duncanville, oh, yeah. South Oak Cliff, uh, that I-20 corridor, I-35, I-20 corridor. There's some of the, the top talent in all of the country in that area. Uh, so building bridges, and, you know, they, they need to, I think, up their, uh, you know, tick up their recruiting in Houston, the greater Houston area. I think they've got some, they're building there. But it's not to where it is up in Dallas. But uh, boy, well, you that's get going incredible in. because it used to be the other way around. Well, remember Tom Herman came with a ton of Houston ties, right? He had all the Houston ties. And so did Matt. Time. I mean, Matt crushed Houston yeah. area. Well, and, and but and that was when A and M was down, right? Uh, at times, and so but A and M with Jimbo Fisher, they're not up on the field, but they're they're doing well in recruiting. And Houston is, you know, Aggies try A and M tries to claim Houston as their territory, and they want to recruit their territory. And um, now Jimbo, well, they claim it, and LSU claims it. Yeah, sure. Hundred um, percent, and remember when when uh, when Steve Sarkeesian got here, he hired Chris Gilbert out of the Metroplex to be his director of high school relations. You're right. And that really, I mean, a lot of people credit that relationship with what they've done in Dallas and in the Metroplex, getting, gosh, just I mean, DeSoto and Duncanville, and um, gosh, even de- up into Denton at, at Denton Ryan, where you have to, you know, j- think about Jatavion Sanders and Anthony Hill, two five star players from that Denton program mm-hmm. that have that have come to Texas. Uh, John Tay Cook and the others out of DeSoto, Byron Murphy out of DeSoto, now Duncanville, and of course they're in on trying to get Colin 
Simmons, the top pass rusher in the country, off that Duncanville team who looks, you know, going on to try to win another state title for Duncanville this year. But yes, and I believe they're hiring a. Remember this off season, they hired Jamal Fenner from from Austin High, excuse me, from from LBJ to be their new director of high school relations. And I I heard they were working to bring a second person in that, that would help in the, in the greater Houston area. But um, you know, Sark. That's one thing I'll say about Coach Sark, man. He is leaving no stone unturned and trying to. Well, if you can afford it, do it. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Well, and that's something a lot of people have said. If, if there were times where. You know, yeah, you're the Joneses, but you don't act like it. Like, if you're the Joneses, be the Joneses. I mean, guess what? Even if you're trying to be, you know, not go, I don't know why you would think that way, but they're not going to like you anyhow. No. So, you know, beat them over the head with the bags of money if you have to. You know well, what that's what the Joneses do. <laughs> yeah. That's why the Joneses are the Joneses. They don't stop. Yeah. They don't take a break. Yeah, I have they, a... Don't, they don't take a break. Get after it. When I first got here, they were taking a break. And people were talking about it, how their recruiting was taking a break. It was all, this is Texas, you should come here. But not working at that part of it. Oh, look at that. Somebody just posted videos of Ken Griffey Jr. Blasting home runs. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite player. I mean, when I was a little kid, it was George Brett. Actually, a little little kid was Andre Thornton at the Cleveland Indians. Then it was George Brett. Then it became Billy Doran and Nolan Ryan of the Astros. But, man, my when Ken Griffey Jr. came online, that dude – that is poetry in motion, that guy playing baseball. Reminds us of the Say Hey Kid. Say Hey Kid. Uh, that and Somebody posted this. I think it was uh, oddsshark.com or whatever. Uh, and who do you have winning the home run derby tonight in Major League Baseball? Do you, do you have a pick on this, T.Y.? Are you going to bet on this? I got the dude from the Mets. Well, Pete Alonzo's won it twice, right? Pete Alonzo will be yeah. there slugging. He's the plus 300 favorite right now in uh, in Vegas markets. Um Guerrero Jr. is a plus 360. Uh, that would be a pretty good pick. That guy can hit the ball 10 miles. Um, Unless Pete Alonso really thinks the Mets are going to be in it, really. But he wins the home run derby. I know. He, he, he gets excited about that. I mean, that's, he's excited when he gets in there and, and he does that over the last couple of years. I like his enthusiasm, but I always worry when, if your team is in the thick of things, do you start kind of cruising on that? But you're right. He gets after it. Um, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., they're showing him from, from past home run derbies. It was just so effortless for that guy. I mean, oh, it was unbelievable. In the middle of the field, when he'd go over the fence, it would be effortless, too. Ty, how old were you? Uh, Ty left the studio. I guess he had to run and do something. But um, He had to get to the bathroom again. I, I was going to ask him about when Josh Hamilton lit up Yankee Stadium. Oh. That was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. We know Josh had some personal issues, but to come back and – just the natural, man. That guy was the natural. Uh, Pete Alonzo is your favorite. Um, was Josh Hamilton a, a, a more than one sport guy? Was he a football player, too? I don't think so. He was just he was a, just baseball all the way, I mean, from the from they, the very get from high school on. There was a kid. He was big. There was a kid drafted out of North Carolina last night in the top ten that said that the best player to come out of North Carolina since Josh Hamilton. I, they're not comparing him to Josh. Josh was an all-time prospect. Um, but, yeah, boy, the home run. Power was just effortless. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is your second seed. Julio mm-hmm. Rodriguez. This is a dude who's playing in his home park who was the American League Rookie of the Year last year. That guy's got a sweet swing. That and place that, will go crazy for him. It will. And, by the way, keep this in mind with Seattle. Depending on what the air is tonight, you know, in the great Northwest, it could be oh, yeah. kind of a cold. You know, who knows? Does the ball carry? That's not a home run hitting park. That is a pitcher's park all the way. So, 
You, know, you got to get a hold of it. You got to go solid here. Luis Robert Jr., who's got uh, nearly 30 home runs in, his, in the first half from the Chicago White Sox. Ranger fans will be rooting for Adolis Garcia. Uh, he's been launching homers. And then uh, Randy Arozarena, the young star of the Tampa Rays, will be in it tonight. How about Mookie Betts? Talked earlier about Mookie Betts. The old man, and, isn't it? Uh, just Older an unbelievable man. athlete. I mean, yeah. Mookie Betts is a – this will be interesting. He's a little guy, but something tells me he wouldn't have entered this thing if he didn't think he could get after it. Uh, and this says Adley, Adley Rutschman, the catcher from the, the young, talented catcher of the surprising Baltimore Ravens. Sorry, Ravens. Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he'll be in it. He is the longest odds to try to win this. Uh, yeah, when I saw Mookie Betts was in it, that was surprising. This says, E, did you say Josh Hamilton lit it up at Yankee Stadium? That's not very nice. Come on. You know what I'm saying. We know what I'm saying. Yeah, it is demons. <laughs> Somebody said the tie run to the porta potty, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little busy back here. Okay, good. Uh, how old were you when Josh Hamilton lit up Yankee Stadium with the home run derby? Uh, Like middle school. Because you know the home run derby is one of those things when you're a kid about you're about that age is when you, oh, you really are into the home run derby. Oh yeah, you're just you, you lock in and you can't wait to watch home runs. I mean, if you're between you know ten and sixteen, you're locked. It's like the dunk contest in the NBA. That's right. You just can't wait. And you get older and you're like, eh. that was very exciting for me though. I'm sure, especially as a Rangers fan. But then he burned himself out. He didn't even win the actual. Doesn't matter. Derby. Doesn't matter. I, I mean, that's that's one thing I always think they have the. I like that format a lot better. Though. The new format I like. I don't like the new format. No. I want it to be like how many home runs can you hit? I don't Total. want it to be how many how many you can hit in a certain time frame. You want them to burn out. You want them to burn pitches. themselves out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they like when I was have a kid. the outs or what do they had like seven or eight outs, whatever it was. Well, you know the, the fact that Josh Hamilton didn't win it that year, people don't remember that. They remembered the display of raw power. How many was it? Oh, I think he had like 30. It, it, yeah, one like in round. one round. Yeah, yeah. one of the rounds. Like, come on, man. And they were just. I mean, and I they know sucked it, the rest of the year after that. <laughs> I know. Well, that happens quite a lot. And that's why Ranger fans are hoping Adolis Garcia Gotta doesn't be careful. Uh, swing, his, swing, swing his way out of it. Uh, because we have seen that happen. The guys kind of lose their lose their swing or hurt themselves. or um, You know, it's just you don't ever do that. You no. Know, rarely do you just. You, I mean, you're taking batting practice. You're going the opposite way. Trying to hit it back up the middle, just trying to make contact, and you don't, you don't air it out like that. Runs. Yeah, you're just trying to, you know, jack it, especially in a place like Yankee Stadium with a short porch and right, and Josh Hamilton just peppered it up there. We'll see if Adolis Garcia can do it and get it going. Uh, okay, so there you go. There is some uh, some interesting conversations surrounding Major League Baseball, also Longhorn recruiting, and best and most realistic sports movie ever made based on this new F1 film that's being made by Lewis Hamilton and Brad Pitt and the director of Top Gun. Coming back with the salacious gossip, we will also uh, get your blitz, first blitz of a of your work week. Hit that strong, 447-3776. We're coming right back. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? All right. Uh... Can't make some of this stuff up. It is Salacious Gossip. It's brought to you by Bud Light, the icy cold, frosty Bud Lights, the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas Exes, and the Texas OU game. And good times in summertime in Austin, Texas. Hope you had some good ones over the weekend, enjoying whatever you were doing. National Kitten Day. 
National Kitten Day today. It's National Pina, La- Pina Colada Day today. I love my cats. I have two now adult cats, two females. My cats have been pissing me off. What? What have they done? I left her for like a week while I was at my parents' house, and I got home yesterday, and she was just scream meowing oh, yeah, for hours. Well, that's what happens. Right? Hours? Little, little cute little kitties grow up to be They get mad, and they get mad. Me, like, where you been? She thinks she's a dog. She's like, you took the you took the dogs with you to take me? Oh. Yeah, cats know, man. That's, they, they're mean. Wow. Mean suckers. But it is National Kitten Day, and everybody likes kittens. Absolutely. It's like everybody likes puppies. Those puppies, too, Ty. I know what you're thinking in there. Yeah. Everybody likes puppies. <laughs> I like those um, puppies. But, um, yeah, National Pina Colada Day. I told you all our, our, there was a big pool party on the 4th of July in our neighborhood, right? Big pool party. And one of the moms brought these frozen popsicle-looking pina colada things in the plastic deal. And they looked like sacks of, like, horse juice. It was so gross. So disgusting. Like, and these, all these ladies are walking around sucking on them. You're like, you know how gross that looks? Sure. I mean, they're like creamy. There's a pina colada. Stop. So gross. Oh, man. Nothing like that bathroom I was in, though. Oh, nothing like that. Uh, Larry Nasser. This is breaking news. Uh, Larry Nasser, Larry Nasser, who, of course, is in uh, federal prison serving decades for uh, hundreds of, of former Team USA gymnastics stars, Allie Raisman and Jordan Weber included, testified of the horrible sexual abuses that he performed around, um, and, and you know tortured them with. Assaulted them. Well, Larry Nasser has reportedly stabbed multiple times while in prison over the weekend after he was involved in an altercation with another inmate. According to the Associated Press, it happened inside Florida's United States Penitentiary, Coleman Penitentiary, on Sunday. Outlets report the 59-year-old disgraced sports doctor suffered wounds to his back and chest. As of Monday, he was in stable condition. No further details. A dude down to throw down with somebody? Well, when you're a, a child pedo. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll take care of you in prison. Well, that's Watch not, your back. You know, that's no one's going to feel bad for that guy, I don't think. No. But, uh, all right. Uh, also, this is, this is what I can't make up. Elon Musk v. Mark Zuckerberg. It's kind of like the Britney Spears thing. It's getting out of control. It's getting old, it's getting old but at the same time, it just gets worse. So we know that uh, last week, Facebook Meta, who has Facebook and Instagram, started their own rival to Twitter called Threads. And yes, I did sign up for it. Did you sign up for it, Ty? No, I'm anti-Meta. I did it. I signed up for it. And I don't need another distraction. I don't know. I know. It's just to have. Um, in this industry, you kind of have to. But either way, well, <laughs> that started a feud because it, like 70 million people signed up. And remember, Meta, whether Ty likes it or not, you know, Facebook has over a billion viewers, I mean, subscribers. Yes. Like like Twitter, which Elon Musk bought and is not running very well, has like 350,000, 350 million view, uh, followers, correct? 350 million? Something like that. Well, well, you know, Facebook's a billion. And they have Instagram, which also has a billion. And so now you have threads, which they believe can grow into it's not. Some... It's not going to be Twitter, though. It's, it's hard to... Well, here it is now. So this thing's been kind of, we talk about cage matches and fighting and all that stuff. Well, Elon Musk has stepped up his war of words with the meta boss, Mark Zuckerberg, including calling him a cuck. Cuck. After threatening to sue over his new Threads app. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Elon, in a, in a uh, tweet, it said, Elon protects free speech. Zuck protects brand speech. And then Elon put it, Zuck is a cuck. Nice. Which, Way to get after it, boys. Cuck is a weak or servile man. 
weak or servile man. It's like when you. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. We don't need to go any further. No, That's, we know. Uh, but <laughs> talk. Also, in very uh, mature conversation between two billionaires. Um, again, this is where you can't make this stuff up. Elon Musk, from his own Twitter account, proposed a literal blank measuring contest and put a little tape measure. Like, put them on the table. Let's go. Lay it out? Lay it out. Really? <laughs> With the cuck. I don't. I mean. Come on, boys. I know you're rivals and you're billionaires and, you know. But, yes, that's out of control. Out of control, to say the least. Um... How about this, though, when you're when you're tw- texting people, a judge in Canada, this is not the United States, ruled emojis can be legally binding. Yes. Not the the dump of the thing of the dump. Oh, that one? The okay. The poop. But apparently a farmer set a thumbs-up emoji after a buyer texted him in a contract. The farmer claims he was just letting the buyer know he'd gotten the text. Judge was ruled, no, it's a valid signature. That was a sale? And breached the contract by not fulfilling the order. Come on, Judge. Huh. So now if you put a thumbs up, that is legally binding in Canada. In Canada, yeah. Canada. Zuck the cuck. So there you go. Let's go to the Blitz. Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, first Blitzer, you're up. We were picked third in the media in the Big 12. Third. Shock the world. Shock <laughs> the world coming up, man. Shock the world. Next Blitzer, you're up. E. Yes. Wasn't former Astro uh, Dickie Thon headed for stardom till he got hit in the face with a baseball? Was yes, he was. yes, he was. Yes, he was. Dang, tied out. Quick trigger. I've got the. I mean, nobody. If nobody's going to participate, and it's only as good as you make it, folks. I know it's Monday, and we're a little earlier than normal. You know, because we don't have the Craig Way report right now. It's Craig's right. on vacation, so normally Craig stretches out that break ahead of it, so we come back a little later. But no, no, no. You guys got to be on your p's and q's here. Not messing around back here. Somebody said Elon Musk has officially gone mad. I, you know, officially. <laughs> yeah, I mean, today. I, mean, I love how everybody loved him, like he was like everybody's hero until he this whole Twitter well, thing he, happened. He's, he's done a lot of incredible things, by the way. I mean, the, the, his his Tesla car is, you know, how hard it is to crack into the car market. Yeah. And do it successfully uh, with the. I mean, he's done it. And he got it to rocket to space and back and landed it. I mean, With the whole Dogecoin during during, oh, I know. I during mean, COVID, and now it's just like, oh, he's the worst. I hate him. He's well, ruining that's, Twitter. That's what we do. We go back and forth. And, Absolutely. We'll like him again soon. Yeah. Either the greatest or the worst. As soon as he punches out Zuckerberg, we'll be right back on his oh, yeah. bandwagon. Or they roll him on the table and see where we're at here. with the Yeah, throw it out. <laughs> throw out the tape. Come on. <laughs> By the way, in 20... Come on, guys. Between the first of the year and July 1st, uh, let's just say Elon Musk did pretty good at the bank account, too, by the way. Get your details on that coming up. Also, speaking of OU Mark calling our blitz and talking smack about Oklahoma, i got to get you a number. I, I dove into the Big 12 football preseason media poll a little bit over the weekend. This is shameful on the Big 12, what they, what they gave Oklahoma. We'll give it to you. B&E on the horn.